Welcome to the Bull and Bear Show with Michael McGuire of McGuire Retirement Solutions. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Michael provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. So listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieve your retirement goals. And now, here to help you with your financial questions is Michael McGuire. Hello and welcome back to the Bull and Bear Show. This is Michael McGuire. We're with you each and every Saturday, and we're glad that you found us today. My companies are McGuire Capital and McGuire Retirement Solutions. And today, we're going to talk about some financial steps that happen in three stages. And I think you'll find that the show is going to tackle some really critical stages in your life. It may have already happened for you. You may be older. It may be your children or your grandchildren that's going to come to mind immediately. But but we're going to talk about things that happen in your 20s, 30s, in your 50s. And all of that, of course, just like every week, is really geared towards your retirement. And uh, the decision-making process that you're going to do during each of those three different stages of your life is really going to be critically important to the outcome and uh, the unique challenges that you're going to have to your journey of that final outcome in your retirement. So I think that the the three chapters are really interconnected um, in a way that all of us needs to be aware of. But I, listen, if you're listening to me and you're past 50, you know, don't despair. The, the whole point of this is to lay out guidelines and you need to start today, no matter what your age is. And um, there's hope for us, and that's the good news. We help people all the time that are actually in retirement. And so uh, certainly people, folks that are getting ready to. But if I can catch you or your children or your grandchildren in their 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, um, it's certainly going to be a leg up if we can do that. So sure. but before I get into breaking down the whole show and, uh, and beginning, each and every week, I'm very honored to have my co-host, Tony Shore. And Tony, how have you been for the past week? Well, I've been good. And I want to clarify something because I'm looking at your uh, notes that you sent me for today's show. And uh, I know that at the end of the show, we're going to talk about really the final stage is one of the three stages, and that is retirement. So um, it looks like we're going to talk about your 20s and 30s, which is kind of one group, then your 50s. And then I know you you did want to touch on some things for those out there who are in their retirement, if we can fit it into today's show. And we should have time. So oh, we will I, have time. And absolutely. Yeah, that's, that's good. That, that's actually the icing on the cake. That is, I'm glad you said that. That is the, uh, that's our final destination. And, yeah, and exactly. not only in life, but in this show. Yeah. And, and you know what? I'm doing well. Thanks for asking. And thanks for having me on the show today. I have had a great week. It really, it's warming up a little bit finally. So, uh, that's good. I actually was able to get out of the house uh, for the first time in a couple of weeks and, and get some things done, but yeah, I've had a good week. How about you? What are you up to these days? You've been really busy, haven't you? You've gotten a lot of uh, calls and meeting with a lot of folks from, uh, from our radio show, right? I have super busy, which is great. Uh, the weather of course has been a challenge uh, as everybody that's listening to us right now knows. Uh, but finally we've, uh, 
we've warmed up this week and uh, have dug out of the snow and uh, what a crazy uh, past week we had. But I, uh, I have, I just got through with a, uh, a, a, an appointment from somebody with the show. So excited every time that I get to meet new folks. And uh, anyway, I'm, I'm looking forward to the people listening now to hopefully be able to call in to us and, and have a chat with us. Well, sure. And, you know, speaking of the snow, I mean, how can we catch a break in Oklahoma? Right. Because, (laughs) because you have to deal, it should be, you shouldn't have to deal with both tornadoes and snowstorms and and frigid temps. It should be one or the other. No kidding. You know, I am so sad. Uh, In Oklahoma, I found a variety of palms that lived and I had a palm tree in my backyard um, a windmill palm and it is good to negative five degrees. Well, guess oh. what happened? We went way past negative yeah. five. Yeah. That tree I, I have nurtured and watched it grow for the almost seven years and it bit the big one this weekend. Oh, I'm sorry. That's, yes. that's really got to hurt. Yeah. Yes. That's not you, good. You know, I, uh, I, <laughs> I, when I met my wife, she was living in Florida and, Part of the way that I got her to, <laughs> to marry me and move from beautiful, sunny Florida to Oklahoma is I said, hey, uh, we'll have a swimming pool and I'll put you in some palm trees. <laughs> oh, so that's now, funny. Now I'm thinking, oh, my goodness, I'm going to have to go out and replace it. I may, <laughs> I may go with one of those artificial ones and that way I don't have to worry about it. <laughs> well, yeah, it's going to be if the weather's going to get this, this crazy, it's going to be tough. To have a yeah. palm tree in, in uh, Oklahoma City area, that's for yes, sure. Absolutely. I mean, it could be worse. You could be in Texas, right? I mean, uh, have you, you've seen all the problems there. Our, oh, uh, so so horrible. I mean, you know, we thought we were having it bad, and then then I realized that I've had some clients that are, that are based in Houston. I have some in San Antonio, and I have some in Dallas-Fort Worth area. And, you know, to be without power for almost a week, um, it's horrific. Um, and without water, life. yes, yeah, without yes. hot water or, or electricity or power, uh, no heat. I mean, you can't. I mean, it's just, it is really terrible there. And the blackouts, it, it's um, man, I just see the pictures on the TV of all the pipes that burst because of the cold, because yes. those, you know, they're not built for that no. down there. You know, I'm, I've been uh, hunkered down in Minnesota, you know, my home state. Yep. And we don't worry about pipes freezing every, we, we turn the pipes to outside off the outside faucets. And then, um, you know, all the pipes here are buried and insulated and then inside the house and insulated. So there's nothing under the house or exposed to the cold air here. So, um, you know, we don't typically worry about frozen pipes here, um, or bursted pipes. It happens from time to time, but um, you know, it rarely have we seen anything like I, the pictures I've seen coming out of Texas. That's for sure. Yes. Yep. Absolutely. Horrible. Horrible. I feel for those folks. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and they're, they're the, I think they're the only state in the lower 48 that has their own, they control their own power grid. They're not hooked into the national grid at all. So that, that was part of the problem, but, uh, there were many, many compounding issues, uh, there that happened. It's tough. Well, you know what? Um, the show you set up is great. The financial steps in basically three stages. And this is an intriguing topic, 
Michael, and I'm eager to discuss the, the first chapter you're talking about, which is our 20s and 30s. And I'm going to make my son and daughter listen to this one. Uh, my son's 21 and my daughter's 18. Uh, but, you know, so much of marketing uh, regarding retirement and even our shows focuses on people who are either really close to punching the time clock for the last time or already in retirement. And as you and I both know, getting ready for retirement is a process that really needs to begin decades before you're done working, right? So how do you want to get us started on this topic today? Hey, you know, and, and just to add to your point there, I love going out. I go out and volunteer sometimes at some high schools. I know that when I was in high school, um, it really was not taught about the world of investing. And I enjoy that time. Uh, as soon as this COVID thing kind of gets put to rest here at my uh, office in Bethany, I have an awesome McGuire Event Center, which is a great uh, venue and place to uh, have educational seminars. So I'm sure in the uh, months to come, we'll be promoting that. And, and I love it when we, we dedicate some time for grandchildren and younger children to come in and that we can give them some free education. So, but yeah, let's, let's get started. We're going to start in that first chapter, just like you said, 20s and 30-year-olds. Uh, Kiplinger had an article that I read was uh, titled Six Saving Tips for Millennials. Um, who want to retire rich. And, and, you know, I, I read that Tony, I said, retire rich. I got to, I mean, yes, I, you know, let's all retire rich, but I've got a little bone to pick with that. Well, um, yeah. yeah, you know, I, I think, um, you know, you really shouldn't, you shouldn't say I want to retire super wealthy and rich. How about a goal of retiring in a way that makes you feel secure and fulfilled with life. You know, it's not all about, even though our show's all about retirement and, and that leads to money. Um, but everything's not, not about money. At least the, at least the big things in life in my, my estimation is, but, but with that said, I do want people to feel secure and I want them to have a rewarding and fulfilling retirement. And, uh, I think this article offers, Really, the first thing I read, a piece of advice that I really liked, and it's creating a budget. We've talked about that on past shows. Um, a budget is is really a way to prioritize um, for your retirement saving. In, in uh, some good old-fashioned meat and potato type way, it's the, could, it's the advice that, that is a great place to start, is create that budget. You know, student loans, um, increasingly higher rent, uh, can make saving for young folks, uh, it, it can make it a challenge. And when you're just starting out, for sure, it can be a challenge. So it's important to conquer all those challenges and be able to put some money back each and every paycheck. You know, what we really, really want to see happening for our younger people listening and it is for you to get started on the commitment of every paycheck you get, pay yourself first. I want you to realize that you do something long enough and it really doesn't take that long. It becomes a habit and you don't miss that money. And so I love programs that allow you to, to invest before you actually receive the money. Right. And, and you know what? Um, I think you use the B word, which a lot of people don't like. It's a bad yep. word budget, but it is so important that you look at what you have coming in and really start to allocate finances and make your put your money to work for you 
at a young age. I mean, how many people have you talked to about finances? You've talked to hundreds and hundreds of people over the years about finances. And I bet you hear all the time, man, I wish I would have started this in my 20s. If only I had known now or known then what I know now. And by yep. then they mean their their 20s when they were starting off in a professional career. So, uh, you know, any amount of money that you set aside for retirement can, especially that early, could grow into a huge chunk of change 40 years down the road. And Michael, that's why uh, Marge Simpson has some advice. Well, I just think we should be building a nest egg. <laughs> Isn't that true? I love that, Marge. You are absolutely correct. We all need to build a nest egg. And I think it's important uh, to start somewhere. Earlier is always better. But just like I said in the very beginning, you know, don't beat yourself up. If you're listening to this and, and you're 39, you're 49, you're 69, start, you know, um, time wasted worrying about the fact that you didn't start earlier doesn't help you. And so I think take advantage of that 401k. If you're just starting out in life and your employer is offering you a 401k, you have got to adhere to these words, which is go for it, put your money in, you will not mess it. And above all, if they're offering you a match, um, you need to kick in enough that's going to trigger that full match. Don't, don't trigger part of it. It's free money you're leaving on the table if you don't do it. So as the article that I read noted, it says, if your employer contributes 50 cents for each and every dollar you contribute up to 6%, that's common, and, and that statement is true. We, we see that most of these 401ks will match you up to 6%. So that means that you need to be putting money in to hit that magic full match. I recommend clients to put away at least 10% of their own money each and every paycheck into their plan. Well, yeah, and that's really important, obviously, and, and you have – it seems like almost every show we bring up, hey, you've got to take advantage of the your employer's 401k match if they have one. So, and that that's huge. And we shout it from the rooftops even. Do not leave free money sitting on the table. Uh, so what, what do you have for us next? <laughs> you know, when you put it like that, Tony, I think uh, everybody needs to get that message. And that that's <laughs> Well, that's I'm, strictly, a loud I'm a well, loud talker. I'm a loud talker. I think I'm, I'm pounding the table. I don't know if you can hear that, but, <laughs> but here's the deal. Do not leave free money sitting on the table. Don't do that. I'm, are you kidding me? If your employer is going to match you up to 6%, do you realize that means that if you, uh, your 6%, let's say was $1,000, they're matching you a thousand. That's a hundred percent return on your money. So uh, you need to to do that for sure. And I, I think establishing a Roth is another great way, Tony, of um, evening out your investment uh, portfolio towards that retirement goal. So if your employer, you're listening to me and going, man, they don't offer me a four hundred one k. I don't have this match thing you're talking about. Well, that's okay. I want you to look at doing a Roth IRA because a Roth IRA 
is a way for you to put money in after after tax money. Uh, so you're not going to take a deduction with a Roth. But the magical thing about a Roth is you're not only going to compound and grow, it's going to be tax-free, not tax-deferred, but tax-free when it comes out on the other end. And I don't know if any of you listening has ever opened an app up. If you have it, you ought to you ought to get it on your phone. It's called the U.S. Debt Clock, and it is such an eye-opener, Tony. Right now, the United States national debt is right at $28 trillion. In this, this app, you can see uh, what your state uh, national, state uh, debt is. You can see, though, what our country, how many, how many people we have in the country, how many people working, how many taxpayers, and uh, roughly for the 300 or so million, 300 or so million people in the United States, that comes to about 84,000 uh, and some change that we all owe. But more importantly, for the actual taxpayers, people that pay into the taxes, that's around a quarter of a million dollars that we all owe. It is eye-opening how much debt we have in our country. And so listen to me. If we have that much debt, don't kid yourself. Taxes are going to go up. So you know I'm telling it the way it is. I'm telling I'm telling it like it is. And what that means to you is think ahead. If you're in your 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, invest your money in a Roth. Think about converting from a traditional IRA plan over to a Roth. Why? 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 Because unlike what we used to tell people is, hey, you're going to be in a lower tax bracket when you retire. So, you know, don't worry about it. Use this tax deferred. Take your, take your deduction now. And when the money comes out, you're not working and you'll be in a lower tax bracket. Well, and the way I look at the world right now, looking at how much debt and, and all of this tremendous spending that's been going on from both, by the way, Democrats, Republicans, both. Um, here's the thing you might be in a higher tax bracket when you retire and and you certainly might not be in, in a lower bracket because don't kid yourself. They're not just going to tax the super wealthy. They're not just going to tax the one percenters. Those people can move. They can leave the country. You and me can't afford to do that. They're going to tax us. They're going to tax us all. So let me plant that seed with you. Um, Take advantage of something called a Roth. And that is something, if you don't listen to anything else I'm telling you on today's show, um, get a hold of me, call me up and let me have, you know, 30 minutes of your time, either in person or on the phone and and let you really understand the power of tax-free investing. Yeah. Yeah. That's huge. And, and it seems like everything when you talk about, especially retirement planning, but really finances in general. It comes down to taxes and tax designations, and Roth IRAs have a lot of benefits. So I think you're making some great points there, but they also do come with rules and nuances that people need to be aware of, which uh, makes it a great reason to establish an ongoing relationship with somebody like yourself, correct? You know, absolutely, Tony. The whole point of this show each and every week is that I'm hoping to get listeners to really start knowing who I am. And obviously, uh, you know, I'm one of these guys that wants everybody to like me, but but that's okay. I know, like, and trust is kind of my life motto. And uh, this show is built around 
developing trust, letting you know how much a knowledge base that we have, but more importantly, letting you know that I'm a real person, that I'm down to earth, that I never talk down to anybody. I, I like to pride myself on the fact that I, um, I really and truly care about my clients and I care about uh, the ultimate goal, which is retirement. But I want to get to know the family. I want to get to be able to help everybody that matters to you that are listening. So uh, today's show, I, it, it's near and dear to my heart. 20-year-olds don't have much money normally or 30, and so you don't see financial advisors go after that market. That's just the truth. But the other truth is everybody uh, has somebody they know in their 20s or 30s. It may be a family member. It may be a maybe uh, a child, it may be a grandchild, and you want to help those people. So, And so do I. It's important. I have a uh, 10-year-old, a 13-year-old, and a 28-year-old. And so uh, I'm building a foundation with my kids, and I was very fortunate. My 28-year-old is in business with me. He works at and has his own book of clients at McGuire Capital. And uh, my younger two, um, I, I give them the education uh, that, that I'm doing on the radio today. So I want, uh, to talk about the importance about, uh, automatic savings, Tony, you know, putting in on an automatic basis for that 401k, if you're fortunate enough and in millions are to have an employer that has thought enough of you to create a retirement plan and you want to first thing you want to do is set that up so that it flows seamlessly out of your paycheck into your own 401k plan. But just like we talked about earlier, if you don't have one, don't despair. And if you're young, you're in your twenties and you're not in a career that you're going to stay in, you can empower yourself, reach out to us and let us uh, teach you about something called a Roth IRA. It's an individual retirement account, which is going to allow you to put money in and grow tax-free and, and, you know, just as important as the vehicle, it's what you put inside that. And Tony, that's what we get paid for is our advice on, on what investments to put inside these vehicles. Well, yeah. And I think it's really amazing. You're talking about having that money automatic, uh, withdrawals. That's so important and automating your savings, because if you have money pulled out automatically, uh, it's like you never had it, so you don't miss it. And so it really helps you save. And I, that's a really great point. Any move you can take that makes your financial strategy easier, too, that's probably a good thing, right? It absolutely is. You know, in the next, I think, uh, prudent financial move that you can make in your 20s and 30s is to invest wisely. Now, there's a lot of meaning to that. It's simple to say, invest wisely. Yeah, right. What does that mean? Well, I'm telling you, it's avoid getting too far into the weeds. You know, we're not allowed to, to on, on this this short of a show, to really get into it. That's the reason why that appointment will, will allow us to get, you know, have a deep dive into it. But I'm just going to tell you, um, we pride ourselves in giving solid advice. I've been giving advice for over 30 years now. 
and uh, whether it's about current topics, because you got to change, you know, things change in life. And I didn't know what a cyber currency was, nor did you 15 years ago. You know, um, if you're listening to me, cyber currency, you may just now be hearing about it because Bitcoin, which is a cyber type of a, a, one of the first cyber currencies, just hit an all time high a few weeks ago of uh, close to 60,000. Uh, as we're talking, it's in the 50,000 hour range, lower 50. Um, what in the world is Bitcoin? Well, you need to call me. You need to learn about that. You need to understand how people uh, are investing in in an investment vehicle called Bitcoin. And um, there's a lot of different um, alternative currencies out there that you need to be made aware of. You need to understand what a mutual fund is. And I mean, really understand what a mutual fund is. Understand how they get uh, paid to put you in a mutual fund. You know that when you work with McGuire Capital, we are a... Uh, Fiduciary. When I'm talking to you, I'm talking to you as a fiduciary. I've never charged a commission ever. I charge a fee for my advice. And so therefore you don't worry about uh, when we tell you and recommend to buy XYZ individual stock or mutual fund, uh, there is no commission when you buy those things. And uh, But what is important though, is that you're with somebody that is going to uh, not overtalk you. <laughs> uh, somebody that is not going to... Um, you know, they, they've been doing it a long time and they're not good about explaining exactly why they're making their recommendation. And is it, is it their recommendation? Are they just pushing something they're told to push? You know, that, that to me, um, I, I have lots of clients that come from other advisors and it sickens me that I really see some poor investments inside of portfolios. Um, we're talking the market has been outstanding this last year, especially for technology. And and you need to understand about technology. It is a true divide that is happening in our country right now from haves to have nots. Do you realize that um, technology has pushed companies? And I'll, I'll give you an example. There was a company and a guy had an idea about, um, about the movie industry. And he thought that he had a, an idea of taking advantage of technology. And he decided to go and make a push for one of the leaders in that field. And he went into a boardroom and discussed with them his idea. And they literally laughed in his face. Cause he was nobody. Wow. They didn't take him serious. And within three years, that little nobody that they didn't take serious was the leader in the industry. And they were bankrupt. That company was blockbuster video and the company that went to him with that idea was Netflix. The founder of Netflix approached blockbuster video, blockbuster video and gave them the opportunity to be a partner with him. And so guys, change is good. Don't be afraid of change and change is happening. Technology. It used to take 25 years for a company to, to, uh, 
reach a valuation that that put them in the $20 billion range. It could take 50 years to do that. We're seeing tech companies do that with, with and by the way, to, to reach those kind of valuations, 125,000 employees. We're seeing companies with under 5,000 employees reach that within less than five years. And so I would encourage you to make sure that your financial uh, professional, your advisor, is fully embracing change because if if you're still with the same person that is is old school and and cannot change with the times and understand what cyber currency is or understand how technology is dethroning uh, brick and mortar, you've got a problem because you're messing out on some significant returns. So. You know, sorry about going on my tangent, but I, that, that's a passion of mine is to uh, really understand what's inside of these retirement vehicles and the non-retirement vehicles, what we call a regular account, a trading account. Right. Well, and, and it's like we always say, building a financial strategy isn't always going to be easy. And why go it alone? Work with a fiduciary, a financial professional who you can trust. And I think that's so important. Uh, what's the next uh, tip for us? You know, I think another tip is to, Hey, let's boost our savings. So that article mentioned that, uh, some people recommend that you save just like I did earlier, 10 to 15% of your salary. But if you're not quite there yet, you just can't do that. You're putting in 4% of your salary, bump it up. You know, just add a little bit more. I don't care if it's $50 more a month, get in a habit quarterly of bumping up uh, you're not going to mess a few bucks. I promise you, you're not going to mess it. It's going to make a significant difference 25, 30, 40 years down the road. So get in that habit of, of you know, pushing yourself to put more in, to bump up what you're doing currently. That sounds great. Now, we've had a great show so far, but why don't we take a moment here uh, Michael, to let our listeners know how they can get a hold of you if they have any questions about what we're talking I, about today or even have topic suggestions for us. Thank you, Tony. I encourage people to pick up the phone and just call me. You know, my number's easy. It's 405-760-5863. I'm very easy to talk to. We can do, do a, uh, a initial review over the phone. But I think it's important to have that face-to-face. When you come and meet me, no obligation and no cost for that meeting. When you come meet me, you're going to receive my book that I authored, Tall Ships and Small Ships. And it's going to it's going to be a great resource for you. And you're going to actually get to look at me eyeball to eyeball. And, and I, I think that's important because I want to know every client I have. And I want to really know what makes them tick. I want to know what keeps them up at night, what they worry about. And I want to know their unique story because all of us have a unique story and we have a unique, you know, goal for our retirement. Uh, So you can't do that with an algorithm. You can't do that with an 800 number that, that the person has no vested interest in you. So it all starts with a phone call. Once again, that's 405-760-5863. If you want to go ahead and look at my ugly mug, go to my website, go to mcguirecap.com. That's M-C-G-U-I-R-E at C-A-P, short for capital, 
com and check out uh, all the people here at McGuire Capital and learn a little bit about our history and uh, you'll have the opportunity also to to listen to past shows that we do on the radio each and every week. All right. Well, and I think that's great. Now let's keep moving on. I mean, it's been a great show. We've been chatting about preparing for retirement in three stages. Uh, the first stage, your 20s and 30s. And then the second stage will be your fifties. And then when you're finally fully retired, um, you know, when you're preparing for your retirement in your twenties and thirties, it's absolutely essential. Uh, but the reality is once you hit your fifties, it's staring you right in the face, (laughs) right? I think that's true. You know, an article that I read called the balance it's tips for retirement planning in your fifties. And it really lays out some great ideas, Tony. Uh, it's first recommendation is to handle uh, get a handle on your spending. You know, it, it said, Tony, that, that you're, we're all barreling down towards retirement, which we are every day that goes by, we're getting closer. Right. So like medicine, sometimes it tastes bad, um, to cut back your spendings, but it, it makes you feel better in the end. So cutting your spending, I think is the simplest way for you to save more money. I mean, it, it, it's not rocket science. You know, if you've got X amount of money coming in and X amount going out, if you reduce what's going out, that outflow, you're going to have money that you can save. Yeah. So get a handle on your spending. And, and that's that's yep. great advice. Well, you should give that advice to our government. Oh, yeah. I <laughs> wish they would of, listen. I wish they would listen. Speaking of not being able to get a handle on their spending. But but seriously, a little sacrifice today makes is going to make retirement a little easier tomorrow, especially in your 50s. So what's next? You know, this next one is to kind of trim down your debt, and it ties really directly to cut, cutting back on your spending, which we just said. Sure. I think for many of us, debt is just a part of life, you know, from our 20s to 30s to 40s. Now we're in the 50s. Um, and talking about that, I think whether it's a mortgage or a car payment or it's credit cards that you hold, um, you just, it, it's hard to, to go in retirement with a big anchor of debt around your neck. Uh, it's just going to weigh you down. And so w- in our fifties, I think one strategy that we need to be looking at is to be attacking the principal on that various debt that you have and attack it aggressively. So what I'm saying is, um, you need to get those balances down smaller and you can look at refinancing. We're at historical low on interest rates right now. And so now's the time to look at actually refinancing. The article that I was reading really has two bits of good advice that I think, and that comes with the home ownership in your fifties. You know, you might consider selling that home if you no longer need as much space. If you have kids that have already moved out, it might be a time to downsize. And you know, uh, if you're me, that's not a possibility because I reloaded and, and, and I'm 54 years old and I've got two small kids at home. But at some point, that will be something I will look at. And if you are already have your all your kids out of the house, why not at least consider that? Uh, there's advantages beyond having a smaller um, home payment or actually maybe no payment at all if you built up enough equity in your home and, and downsize. But you also can find a great condo that offers two bedrooms. You got a room for the kids when they come visit to stay, but you you could also have all that outside maintenance taken care of where you don't have to worry about it in your retirement years. So lots of things to think about. 
Well, yeah, you've just given us a lot to think about, especially me. I, I'm in my 50s, so this is <laughs> this is hitting home for me. And I think, um, I think you know, these home ownership strategies do make a lot of sense. I mean, a financial professional like yourself can also offer a solid perspective on what you can do with your home before and after you retire. And a little education never hurt anybody, right? Nope. You know, it never hurts. I think... Uh... I think it doesn't matter to me whether you're getting education through a university today, you know, it's at our fingertips. It's in our back pocket or in our purse. You can, you can get so much information, uh, and information truly is power. So, you know, speaking of that education, I think that that article that I read, it really focused on making sure that you never stop learning and expanding your financial knowledge. And there's no excuse today for us to, to, to not learn. Um, you know, this shows one resource, the fact that, uh, you pick up the phone and talk to me, uh, we can help you, uh, think about things maybe outside of your, 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 your box, something that you haven't thought of. And it comes to really working with a professional that, you know, has your best interest at heart. So, uh, I think, uh, just like I'd mentioned earlier in the show, having a fresh point of view. Uh, hey, I use my son, Jacob, the 28-year-old that is a financial advisor. Um, who do you think really opened my eyes up to cyber currency? Uh, it was him. And because he's younger and, and uh, you know, I, I give Jacob guidance and he gives me guidance. It's a great uh for us to bounce ideas off of each other. And I think in life, it's important that we do that, you know, and don't forget that, uh, as you get older, rules change, uh, regulations change, um, on, on some of the things that you've been doing in your twenties and thirties with retirement plans. There's, there's just lots of things to, that you need to sharpen your skills on and every year you know they change how much you can put away in these retirement plans and i promise you just like i alluded to earlier um, the tax uh, brackets are going to change again so get get a group i have a, a a fabulous resource of financial professionals and other fields I have uh, people that I trust about taxes, people that I trust about matters of the law, people that I trust uh, and colleagues that, that about the financial industry, insurance, uh, whether it's long-term care, you know, life. There are so many things, real estate, medical, build your own Rolodex. Those of you in the audience listening yep. in your twenties won't know what a Rolodex is, but, but <laughs> build, build, build that, uh, a contact, that contact list, list on, on that, phone, on, yep. on that, on that smartphone that you've got labeled, you know, I've got them labeled, you know, if I've got a medical question, I know who to, who to, who to flip through and, and scroll through and find. And so, that that's just you know that's such common sense stuff but you know what we're all so busy working for a living and trying to make ends meet sometimes we don't have time to to build that resource well guess what you don't have to you know me 
then you're going to have that. Then it's a text to me that says, Mike, you know, I'm thinking about refinancing the house. And what do you think about this interest rate? Or what's the best rate? Who should, what bank should I go to? Where can I get the, 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 uh, yeah. a, a line of credit on my home? That's the reason why you want really trusted advisors. And, yep. and that's the reason why we make our appeal for you to know us. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, people shouldn't label their financial professionals as people who simply work for them, but view them as a partner. You need a financial partner, somebody who really cares about your financial future, uh, as you do for your clients, Michael. Uh, what do you have next for us? You know, through your 50s, I think it's it's time many folks begin to thinking about winding down their careers. And in fact, it may be the perfect time to really hyper-focus on your career. Yep. And, and instead of winding it down, you might look at this another way. Um, you are probably at the top of your game in, in, in your 50s. You've probably been doing whatever you're doing for a while now, and you really get it. You understand it. Uh, your potential right now, especially if you still love your job, uh, and you're still challenged by it, your potential is to stay there, help out that company, or if, if it's your own company, to, to develop and nurture that company so that when you do hand it off, it's in it's even bigger and better than it is right now today in your 50s. So I think you need to think again, maybe refocus. And by the way, you got to figure out when you retire, what are you going to do? <laughs> you know, I've, I, I know a lot of people that retire and they're bored to death. So there are certainly people that retire and absolutely love it and, and, and are glad they did. But if you got a little fire left in your belly, if you, if you still enjoy doing what you're doing, then you might consider postponing that, you know, a point that you should consider is social security, social security benefits, um, are really based on 35 of your highest earning years in the workforce. So if you, if you're in your mid fifties, you're probably making a lot more money than you made in your twenties or thirties or forties. So it's, it's also going to help you to get a bigger social security check. And by the way, um, and, and when you get raises on those social security tech checks automatically, if you start out with a higher number, it's going to be a better raise. So I, I want to encourage you lots of, lots of things that go into determining, you know, is 62, right? Do I wait to 70 to, you know, the very max? Uh, but I want you to consider that. Well, yeah, I think, I think we should all, that's something that we definitely need to be thinking about. And especially, you know, in your in your 50s and, you know, you've mentioned this on previous shows, don't undercount the fact that retirement means more time on your hands. And that may be a struggle for some people. I mean, if they like their job and you find purpose in it, why not keep going with your job? Right. Yeah, absolutely. I totally agree with that. And I think your portfolio is another thing that you really need to focus on when you hit 50 and above. Um you know, you should not be investing like you're in 20 years old or in your 20s when you're 50. Right. And and so don't get caught in that leave it and forget it mentality. Don't do that. You know, oh, I'm, I've, I've had it in the same thing, um, you know, and, and it's done me well so far. I'm not going to change. Well, guess what? Your world is about to be flipped financially upside down when you quit working. The old way of thinking is not right. 
And, and it all becomes a sequence of returns because you're going to start pulling money out in retirement. And you cannot, if you're listening to me, you cannot keep doing what you've been doing. I cannot tell you how many portfolios that I see from people that are in retirement that have way too much risk on the books and they're not even aware of how much risk because we've enjoyed a decade of sunshine. We've enjoyed a decade of the market going really for the most part up and, um, Hey, we're at all time highs right now on many, many things. So, um, you know, for your own sake, use your fifties to really reevaluate everything. And, uh, I want you to, uh, really think about who you currently are using as an advisor. Um, are you truly happy? Are they reaching out to you? Do you ever hear from them? Um, and, and use this as as a uh an excuse to make a change because change is not bad yeah well no change can be good it just it can be scary for a lot of people and you know i think uh, it's really important because when it comes to your portfolio a second opinion from somebody you trust it's huge it's invaluable it's a smart play so uh, this is really a great topic is there anything else uh, for our 50s you know, if you're running a little bit behind in terms of where you'd like to be financially, in other words, you're looking at your statements and you're going, oh my goodness, I am, I, I have not saved enough. Um, I, I want you to realize that, that there's ways to catch up. You know, since you turned 50, the IRS allows you to put an extra thousand dollars into that, uh, retirement plan, uh, IRA plan. It allows you to put 2000 more if you're married and it allows you, uh, or for both you and your spouse, so that's 2000 more, um, if you're over 50 in a 401k, you can put extra 6,500. So that's part of those things that I said, changes happen each year. They seem to bump that up. And so take advantage of that. You're, you, you have the opportunity to put money either tax deferred or tax free, and this will allow you to put more money in, take advantage of your fifties to do that. Yeah, there you go. Well, and I, I think that's really important. And hopefully some of the changes, uh, that kick in when you're 50 are a source of optimism. Uh, do you have anything else for us? You know, I do. I think when you hit your fifties, it's perhaps uh, more important than ever that you really review that financial strategy that you, you have on a regular basis. It's, it's not appropriate anymore to let it go by for years without really picking up those statements and really going through what am I doing? You know, how is my money invested? Do I understand? Am I in growth? Am I in core investments? Am I in uh, large cap stocks, small cap, medium cap, uh, growth value? Where is my money and do I understand it? And if you don't understand it, then you're not my client. You need to be my client and you, and you will get an education on where you currently have your money. How is it allocated? And why is that important? Because it's your money. It's always, you're always my boss. And, uh, I'm going to come to you and let you know exactly now. Hey, I, I have people, many people that just say, Mike, you know, that's your area of expertise. I'll go with what you say. But I am I am one that always um, 
lets you understand what I'm doing and why oh, I'm recommending. Sure. And it, it's just important. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's huge. Well, uh, let's move on into our next segment. Now uh, we've talked about the twenties and thirties. Uh, we've talked about, uh, during your fifties and now, uh, during, you know, we really addressed a lot. And so now it's time to take a good look at some of the financial steps people might want to take to be prepared, uh, when they're retired, uh, when they take that step into retirement. So what do you have for us first on that? You know, Forbes had a very insightful piece, Tony, that I liked. It was 13 ways to make your money last in retirement. And I kind of think that that's going to help us in our discussion today. Um, it's no great revelation, I think, for people to to say that they feel some uh, financial anxiety during this time when they're actually entering this phase of retirement. It makes you worried, makes you a little nervous. Sure. Um, I think after all, you know, you're, you're not going to be working anymore, which means that those days of steady paychecks coming in are over. And now it really is falling on what have you done? And so I think it's time to do a little bit of strategizing. I think uh, you need to put yourself in a position um, that's going to make your money last because that's that's what we got to do at this point. We need to make that money last longer than we are going to last. So the article, uh, I think the first piece of advice that that really, you know, sticks out to me is to shrink those fixed expenses. So, you know, what is that? When I'm talking about fixed expenses, it's things that you have to have survive. It's, it's that, uh, housing cost. Um, it's your food, it's transportation, it's insurance, it's paying off those debts. So those are reoccurring. Well, they're going to happen every single month. And, uh, you know, we can choose whether we go on a, a vacation, we can choose whether we go buy the latest and greatest phone. Um, but, but we need to pay the electric bill when it comes in every month. And we can't really choose not to do that. Uh, if, if our home's not paid for, we've got to make the house payment. So those are areas, uh, those fixed expenses are something that I want you to set down with me and go through all the choices you have. What a wonderful time to refinance right now. Lowest interest rates in decades upon decades. Um, it may be the time for you to uh, to to retire that debt and, and, and enter into a different term with a different interest rate. So uh, if it's just you and your spouse, perhaps selling that home, uh, and moving into a two-bedroom condo is a smart play for you, but that's something we'll talk about. You know, the second bedroom, it's going to give you a place to host those children, grandchildren, yet you're going to have that convenience of not worrying about doing the yard and not worrying about painting the outside of the building if, if, if you're in a community that does that for you. So those are all strategies that I think as we enter retirement, we need to be aware of. Sure. And I think that's important. Downsizing often means a lot less upkeep too, which, which yep. is handy. Now, what else would you recommend for people retiring now? I think a very strong financial step uh, in terms of retirement is ensuring that you're taking full advantage of that Social Security. Um, you know, I get it. After working for years, it's so tempting, Tony, to go out and, and take it at your earliest convenience, which is age 62. And I, it's tempting to do that. But if you give that into that temptation, 
that could bear a cost for you. Well, what is that cost for doing early? It's a smaller paycheck. And um, if you go ahead and take it at 62, it does mean that, that those checks each month are going to be smaller. It also means that in the future, when you see uh, cost of living adjustments, they're going to be smaller. So remember that those cost of living adjustments often come just when you need them the most. So ask yourself this, do I need Social Security income now at age 62, or am I going to be better off waiting till my full retirement age, or even going all the way to 70 and getting the maximum check I can get? You know, what are we going to talk about with you on doing that? I want to, I want to get personal with you. I want to find out about your mother and father. How long do they live? Are they still alive? Um, what's your family medical history? What is your personal history? That's going to determine whether I feel like it's a smart move to retire at 62 or 66 or 67 or wait to 70. And so those are things that we talk about. You know, nobody knows for sure, but we can make an educated decision. And, and, and that's what we love doing with our clients. Yeah. And I know you have that social security maximization report you can run for folks. Awesome. Yeah. Yep. And that is really great. It shows you all the different filing strategies and how to really maximize your social security benefit. Now we're out of time for today's show. It just no flew way. by. Yeah. It flew by uh, really quick before we go, let our listeners know once again, how they can get a hold of you to set up that complimentary, no cost, no obligation consultation. Tony, how do I talk so much? <laughs> I lose track, <laughs> track of time, but hey. Oh, we I, had a I, lot to cover I, in this you, show. You know, we do, and I, and, I, and I still love what I do. So reach out to me at 405-760-5863. Once again, that's Michael McGuire at 405-760-5863. I hope you enjoyed today's show. I so look forward to meeting you in person. Give me a call during this show or after, and you guys go out and have a blessed and great week. Thank you. All right. Thanks, Michael. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of The Bull and Bear Show with our host, Michael McGee. Thank you for listening to The Bull and Bear Show. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Michael McGuire at McGuire Retirement Solutions. Call 405-760-5863 or visit them online at mcguirecap.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Advisory services are offered by McGuire Capital Management, a registered investment advisor in the state of Oklahoma. Michael McGuire and McGuire Capital Management are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.